Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. This is so fun to be doing a bunch of bonus episodes just because, literally just because, for you, but also for me and for the universe. I feel like with there's so many, so many heavy things happening right now. I've watched everything going down in Canada. I've heard about what's happening in Ukraine and that's just the beginning. I know there's so many, it's just insane. The intensity, the opposition, and also the strength of the people, the good people of this world. And um, my prayers just go, they go to the good people. And today, honestly, I wanted to just share a bit of humanity with you. So I actually, when I wrote this, I wrote it for myself. I wasn't planning on sharing it. And actually the thought of sharing it made me creeped out. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that. Um, And then I just, I don't know, girls, I just feel like being really human today. And um, I just feel like sharing this poem about my experience of depression is going to help me to raw up a little bit and um, maybe just sand me down into something useful that could help others. That's what I desire today. And my heart and my prayers go out to Ukraine, Canada, anywhere else, anyone else that's needing help and love and support. Um, I just want to share that love. I was actually, um, able to do a mushroom ceremony recently. And so for those of you who don't know, like psilocybin, um, natural plant remedy for, um, depression. And there's been a lot of research about, um, like psychedelic plants being used to, instead of, instead of drugs from like the big pharma in, instead of synthetic versions of plants, we're just going to like the real deal. And um, there's this whole like spectrum of ways you can use plants. There's microdosing. There's um, there's a full on ceremony like I did. I've done I've done both of those actually, and it's just such a blessing. So um, maybe more on that another time. I don't know why I shared that with you. It just also feels very aligned. I want to be human. Okay, one more quick little thing before I move on. One of the things I've been really working on um, as a person lately is not hiding any parts of myself. Um, That doesn't mean that I always choose to share every part of myself with people that I don't feel like it is safe with. But um, when I feel safe and protected from me to myself, there are certain things that I, I just want to share. And I want to share them because well, specifically with the mushroom stuff and plant medicine, I've also done ayahuasca, A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A, if you wanted to look it up. There's probably a lot of weird stuff out there. So you definitely want to go through um, the indigenous peoples that foster the medicine, who ritualize it, who ceremonialize it. It's very, 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 very sacred, protected, um, very spiritual the way they do it. And then there's a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of very Western type people with a very Western type mentality of you know, let me come do plant medicine to get a big, to go on a trip. And it's just not what it's about at all for me personally. And I know for the tribes and the shamans and the people who so lovingly grow the plants and bring them to us. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I was going to say about that. It just feels like, oh yeah, I'm just trying not to hide (laughs) any 
parts of me. I'm just being me, girls. Being me. Okay. So this is a poem I wrote, just a little extra, literally just a little bonus of my experience of depression. I don't want to go into details, so you might hear me reference like he or she or they, and I'm not going to be like disclosing any of that because it doesn't feel safe for me yet or appropriate or like I need to do that or I want to do that. But nevertheless, I will share this. I hope this is like interesting for those of you who've never experienced depressiveness. And I hope for those of you who have that you can like find yourself a little bit in these words. Okay. It doesn't have a name. (laughs) It's a titleless poem. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is my, like my ode to postpartum depression. Wanting is exhausting. Stopping is mildly intriguing, but going is exhausting. Defining your identity is like buttering hot toast, keeping your focus like ping pong, watching TV shows, but only all day long, biting back when they bite you, hiding out when they come to fight you, saying yes when it hurts, saying yes because it turns off my pain. It's like I'm John Mayer, can't stop this train. Muzzle me now because I bravely want to speak this. Calm my heart down because they dangerously want me to keep this. How public can I go when they'll just threaten me, reject me? What feelings can I show when I know they will neglect me? But I'm on it. I'm on to me. I'm here for it, this healing journey. I toe the line between what is yours and what is mine. I'm claiming my destiny, and you don't deserve to see me to see me roar and rise from my own ashes. You just see the soot and the dirty and you can't see this magic. So I'm gonna be soaring, spreading these wings and you'll just be sitting there in your ego, melting into insignificance like hot buttered toast. I'm out, that's it, that's the whole poem. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I don't even know what else to say to you guys. <laughs> Hold on, give me a minute. All right, let's break this poem down a little bit. Let me tell you a little bit about what. I, uh, some of the meanings behind the words, that's where we'll go next. So let's start with this piece that threads through the poem, which is defining your identity as like buttering hot toast. What I mean by that is when, you know, when you first put the butter on the toast, there's still that, that color to it, that hue, maybe it's like a light whitish yellow. And then because of the heat of the toast, it just melts into it. So I know you guys in episode 238 on this podcast, 10 things I learned after seven months in Costa Rica, I shared my first poem that I ever shared on the podcast. So if you want to hear that one, if you're digging the poem thing, if it's, if it's your vibe, definitely go check out episode 238. But in that episode and that poem, I, it's really a big focus on the ego versus the heart and the dangers of living in the ego. I think we're seeing that when I talk about Ukraine and Canada for example, I know there's, I don't want to neglect any others, but, um, I think we're seeing a lot of what happens. The ego just wants to control everything, take over everything. And it's like this insatiable, I don't want to say monster because it is part of us. And so I don't want to like monsteritize part of us. Um, but the heart is a refuge. 
And I teach that in my postpartum anxiety course and in my program, which is starting, by the way, March 14th. It's a 12-week program centered around my um, postpartum anxiety course. It's good for depression, anxiety, birth trauma, et cetera. Um, but the heart is a refuge, my friends. And now more than ever, we're, we are collectively experiencing a shift as a planet into a spiritual awakening. Okay, If you want to learn more about that, check out Eckhart Tolle, T-O-L-L-E, Tolle. Eckhart is E C H A E C K H A R T. I want to say maybe it's an H E R T, but he's an amazing, amazing, amazing modern day spiritual guy and writes a lot. Philosopher. He's cool. Anyway, we're cre- we are experiencing this big collective shift in consciousness into a more conscious frame of mind. And if you're not participating in it, you are super, super missing out. Um, I'm a Christian, so I believe that Jesus Christ will come again and like physically to this to this planet. And I believe that we have the power to manifest that happening, that part of his decision of when to come to this earth, if that's something you believe, for me personally it is, has to do with our readiness. And so I want you to seek out these things. I want you to better understand what is a spiritual awakening and how does that apply to me? How does that apply inside the context of my religion? How does that apply outside the context of my religion, if if at all? Um, how does that apply to me personally? How does that apply to the world, to the nations, to my church and my friends? How does this apply? For me, my spiritual awakening, um, what I mean by that is basically getting out of the ego and descending into my heart and living from that place. It sounds really, really like fluffy when I say that maybe to some of us, but it's actually an experience. Like for example, let's take meditating. What I was going to say, by the way, is it started in February, 2021. Okay. End of that story back to meditating. So I remember I was feeling, so I was like reading my scriptures often, praying often, very much like living my religion, the way that I had been taught it. And I remember feeling guided to meditate And it's so funny. I have a Christian friend who like was always really afraid of yoga and I don't think she's afraid of meditation, but she was like, thought yoga was bad. And I just think it's so interesting because I don't know. I just think fear is the thing that's scary (laughs) personally, personally, what I see happening. So anyway, coming back to, um, the spiritual awakening thing though, let's take meditation. I was, I was like reading my scriptures, do my thing. Like life was normal. And I had three grandparents pass away within like 18 months. And so I had just been doing a lot of grieving, a lot of processing. And I was kind of of feeling like I needed some support. And um, so I took that to the Lord and I felt inspired to begin to meditate sometimes. And I would just do it in my office, like in between clients. It was very private, just kind of like playing with it. I didn't really know how to meditate. And frankly, my first few times of doing it was really, really... um, (laughs) like a joke. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> is anything happening? What is this? What's supposed to be happening? So, um, if you come work with me in the postpartum anxiety course, like program, the group program, then you'll, you'll learn a little bit more about meditation, how to meditate. If you were in my membership, you got to experience awesome meditations. We did like meditations twice a week in there. It was awesome. Um, when it was open, it's not open anymore, but yeah. So meditating was how it started at all. So for me, I just would like, and you know, as a student of coaching, I've been out of my head before and I've taken little detours into my body and figured out what sensations I'm feeling in order to process emotion. But this was different. This was, um, not just getting out of your thoughts, but entering into like the 
ether sphere, that's not even a word, but I'm going to say it, of your heart and like your energetic body and field. And it was so extremely spiritual and enlightening. It was so quiet and sacred. And it was in that space that I felt like I perceived all things differently. My God felt like a visceral experience versus just like a, like a, a mental one. I don't know. Um, and I was able to just experience a peace that I have always read about in the scriptures. And I have felt glimpses of like when the Holy ghost has kind of moved upon me, but I was able to like live in it. And I realized that, um, that I kind of broke through something like as somebody who was constantly seeking out God and constantly wanting to feel close to heavenly father and heavenly mother and Jesus Christ. If you don't believe in a heavenly mother, that's okay. I just bear with me as I say that, because that's my belief system. Um, yeah, it was just like phenomenal friends. It, it really matured. I don't think matured is quite the right word. Um, I just really landed. I landed into this zone of spirituality that felt like it was covering every moment of my life, not just when I was reading my scriptures or when I was praying, but like breath to breath. And it's interesting. I say breath to breath, right? Because meditation is really through the medium of breath. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. There's something to be said for like that breath of life. Like there's something about our breath and going into the breath that like takes us to our mother. Um, in the ancient tribal traditions of um, Native, well, Na- Native Americans is such a broad term because there's so many different tribes, but I will unfortunately just have to stay broad for now because I don't know more than that. Um, pe- peyote, is that a tribe? Because I remember I sat with the medicine with this um, guy in Sedona and he was a peyote, peyote, it was peyote medicine. I wasn't partaking of the peyote medicine. He was telling us about it. I was there for ayahuasca and it was all gorgeous and sacred. And, um, he was sharing about how they, the four elements and the four directions, um, is something that like they ceremonial ceremonialize every day in, in their tribe. Um, where like every morning they'll wake up and they'll greet the North and the South and the East and the West. And like, they have like, it's like father, son, I think is in the East. I should really look these up. I feel like I'm being disrespectful, so I won't say more, but then, um, besides just the four directions, they would, um, talk about the elements, earth, wind, water, fire, and wind is like the breath. It is one of the basic elements of life. And, um, so 
I don't want to like go off on a limb and on a tangent because I just feel like everybody has to kind of come into this own sacredness on their own and in their own way. And I know that when I talk about this, it can feel really confusing or like affronting to those of us who maybe haven't really zoned into this space. I know that that's always how it kind of felt for me when people were talking about yoga and meditation. Like I just thought those were yogis and they weren't me. But what I've understood is that it's not a religion. It's almost like a, um, a sphere or a, like a, almost like a wormhole to more spirituality. That's what it has felt like. So I will leave it there. Um, I invite you to come join us. So in this 12 week group program, every time we meet, so it starts Monday, March 14th. I'm going to say that in like all of these bonus episodes, cause I don't want anybody that wants to be there or who feels compelled to be there to miss it. So it starts Monday, March 14th. We're going to be meeting Monday nights every week for 12 weeks. Okay. And each time when we arrive to the call, there's no rush and we're just going to be breathing together for the first few minutes. And you're going to get to experience these little tastes and these little sound bites of this spiritual realm. And maybe not at first, right? Maybe you might have to grow into it and you might have to really meet it where it is. Um, because when we're up in the ego and that doesn't it doesn't mean anything about you if, if that if that is you, right? Like if you are kind of really consumed by thought, if you are experiencing anxiety and or depressiveness, this can be kind of a an indicator that you've gotten caught up in the ego, whether you've always been there your whole life or whether like for me right now, I have, I feel like I've been very embodied and in my heart. And then I had like a trauma trigger happen, like a big one in my life. And I got back up, like caught up in my mind. And so I'm working on descending again. Um, but I want to teach women how to anchor themselves into their bodies. And I want to teach women how to really perceive that their body is a temple, like not just the, the phrase that you read in the Bible, like your body's a temple, but it actually feels that way. Like just as holy as feeling like you are in God's presence, as feeling like your body is a place that God could come and like descend and be with you and, and, and spend time with you. And maybe that's what they mean when they say the second coming of Jesus Christ. I have no idea. I've been taught to believe it's like a physical event and I'm going to stick with that because that's what I've been taught to believe. But the reality is that what I've experienced in spirituality is it's not always linear. It's not always like birth and then life and then death. Like sometimes there's dying in life and you're still alive, but you, you literally have died and you're living a new life, right? We get baptized and we're still alive, but we die, but we're alive. So it's not always all linear. Anyway, I don't, I don't mean to like create doubt for people. I want you to go on your own journey. So come join us. If you want to deepen your spirituality, if you want to get into breath practice. We might even be doing a little bit of yoga too. Like I told you guys, if you haven't heard, I'm going to be getting yoga certified through an amazing mentor that I just feel so lucky to be working with. Um, I'll be doing that in the beginning of June this year. So, um, gosh, that's coming up. That's like in one more quarter. What the heck? Happy March 1st. I'm recording this on March 1st. I don't think you'll get it for a couple more days. I sure love you guys. Um, it's been awesome with you. If you want to join us for the group, just go to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult and book a consult. If you want to find out more about the group, just email me lizzie at lizzylangston.com and just be like, Hey, I want more info on the group and I will get you. I'm cooking up with my assistant. I'm creating, um, 
a PDF that like breaks it down what we're going to be focusing on for each of the 12 weeks. So you can maybe feast your eyes on that. But honestly, if you're interested in joining, probably just book a consult and we can talk. Um, All right. I think you guys are amazing and we'll see you in the next episode or on your consult, wherever you are, have a blessed day. Pray for Ukraine, pray for Canada, just send prayers out to the people who need them and we'll talk soon. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.